Hello and welcome to Dr. Joe's Health and Sanity Call. I'm Dr. Joe, a wellness expert and professional speaker who helps busy people stay healthy, sane, and productive. For more information of how I can help you and your organization, visit drjoe.com, D-R-J-O.com. Hello and welcome to today's Health and Sanity Call. I'm Dr. Joe a professional speaker who helps busy people stay healthy, sane, and productive. And we've been doing these calls now for 10 weeks to get you through the pandemic, to keep you healthy and sane. And as I've mentioned so many times, it's really to keep me healthy and sane. And uh, we've had some fabulous content. I, I don't know if you missed Dr. Rob Pennington. He was a psychologist from Houston who talked to us about the five-step process to help us to recover from stress. And one of the steps that he talked about was to think positive because stress comes from when we think there's nothing we can do and there's no good outcome. And so thinking positive was an important step, but sometimes, you know, we get so caught up in watching the news and looking at social media that it's hard to think positive about what's going on. And so the next time we had a call, which was last Thursday, Jill Johnson, who's a management consultant, talked to us specifically about how to have more confidence in the situations around us to help us at home, to help us at work. And so hopefully you found that useful. I did just post those to my YouTube channel, which is Go Dr. Joe, six letters. And you'll see that link in the newsletter when you get that as well. So we're gonna take a totally different twist today because we have not talked about movement. And movement is such an important thing in my life. Uh, I don't know if it's an important thing in your life. In fact, remember you have the chat box. I'd love to hear from any of you. But you know, we come out of the womb just needing to move this body of ours. We can't stop. We don't know how to stop fidgeting and moving. And uh, in fact, for the last 10 weeks, I've been a semi, you know, um, caretaker for my two and a half year old granddaughter. And boy, is she active, extremely active. So I know all about that, but somehow we grow up and, you know, then, you know, the couch cushions seem to be a little bit more comfortable than getting on body moving. So today we have with us Jill Sharp. She's a performance and health coach that I have known for 10 years. We worked together with Johnson & Johnson's Humor Performance Institute for a number of years. She's still with them. I have moved on. And she has such a delightful approach to movement. And you notice I'm calling it movement and not exercise. Exercise is like a four-letter word to me. Uh, exercise makes you feel like it's something you have to do, should do. It's no fun. And I know Jill is all about fun. Aren't you, Jill? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll uh, have a one-on-one -on -one chat with you about exercise later. <laughs> <laughs> well, but thank movement. you for, for joining me today from Texas, my hometown for a lot of years. And what, what, tips can you share with us today for those of us that, you know, maybe the gyms were closed, maybe we weren't even allowed outside. Now things are opening up. How can we get back into moving our body? 
Yeah, thanks, Dr. Joe. It seems like such a simple thing, but not always. And frankly, you know, it didn't take COVID-19 for us to be experiencing a sitting disease in, in this country. You know, many of us find ourselves sitting at our desks or sitting in our cars with commutes, uh, trying to get to work. Um, but now that we've got COVID, it seems that it's gotten even harder because the Zoom meetings or the calls, it start, they start early, they go late, and we can find ourselves getting through the day or at least the end of the day, and we're exhausted. We're exhausted. And so to understand movement's role in that, you know, very, very uh, few of us consider the lack of movement being related to low energy or an inability to, to, to access our, our best cognitive function, you know, strategic thinking, strategy, wasn't strategy, innovation, creativity, not to mention just being a better version of yourself, a nicer version of, of yourself. Um, especially if you're a leader and you're trying to motivate your teams, you know, from across a Zoom call. Uh, the challenge that that can create when we just don't have the energy to deliver on that. So, In fact, when most people think about exercise or movement, they think about a period of time in which they do nothing but move their body. And exercise or movement either one doesn't have to be like that does it no i mean it all counts right but when i think about the difference between exercise and movement it's intensity it's intensity they both have their place but often we can find ourselves in a trap of thinking oh well i exercised 30 minutes 45 minutes maybe even an hour today so with the other 15 hours of my day it's okay to just sit around you know, so there are a lot of reasons why we, we may not want to do that, right? One, in how it impacts just how we feel, how we show up, our overall energy. It can impact, of course, our, our weight, our waistline, our body, our body composition. It can have a negative impact on our health. And to know it does not take much to make a big difference in all of those areas. Certainly not an hour at the gym. But two minutes here, three minutes there, five minutes there, and strategically placed in your day can help, again, you feel better. You show up like a rock star for that one or two o'clock meeting when you're suffering with a little low energy. Or at the end of the day, when you're wanting to be lively and energetic and active with your families, what could five, 10 minutes of just a few squats, walking around your house, you know, doing something active that helps create an energized version of you, not just that low energy sluggish. In fact, you talked about being strategic. So what's recommended in terms of movement throughout the day? Or what do you like to yeah. see your clients doing? Sure, sure. Recommendation is that you're moving at least every hour and not allowing more than two hours go Go, to go by without getting up and moving. Now by that movement, I don't mean always getting up and moving. It could be that you're in your chair and you're doing some shoulder rolls, uh, you know, you're stretching out your neck, you know, it feels good too to relieve the tension. Um, you could have your arms out to your side, you know, doing circles. You could sit in the chair and do a little butt squeeze. You know, that's our largest muscle group. And when we mm -hmm. fire those up, it helps to increase the, the circulation. And let me speak to that for just a second. That's what we're trying to get to here. 
How do we generate energy? And to put it simply, it's being able to circulate oxygen and glucose in the bloodstream. And the faster we can get those moving and get oxygen and glucose to the cellular level, the more energy we feel we create the greater the cerebral blood flow. So again, our cognitive function improves. So when we understand it's movement that really gets that process going, when we're sitting down, we're sitting on the largest muscle group, we're mm -hmm. compromising our circulation. And if we sit too long without that moving, movement, it comes with ramifications. Are you standing right now, Jill? I am standing now. I am too. Yeah. I, I cannot do these calls sitting down. And so I, I, isn't that a great recommendation is just to do the Zoom calls standing up. Or if you're not on the camera to walk around the dining room table or down the hall. I, I love to pace. I don't know what kind of patterns I'm wearing out on my, on my floor, but it, it, it makes it easier to focus on those calls. You bet, you bet, simply standing taking that walk, as you said, around the house. Um, if time permits and you're able to walk outside even, many of us have our fur babies that would love to take a little walk, you know, while you're doing some, some business. Mm -hmm. Of course, it could be, again, as simple as, what if you didn't have a, a garbage in, underneath your desk where you're working? So that every time you needed to throw something away, you had to walk to the kitchen or to another room. Mm -hmm. Or maybe even instead of a large water glass, you'll have a small water glass at your desk so that when that's empty, you've got to go refill it. You know, thinking about these, again, strategic planned ways that can ensure you're getting the movement in your day. And the opposite of that one, have a big glass of water, set your timer so you have to drink so much per hour and then you have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> right on, girl. That's right. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. That's right. And, and, and I've worked with Jill long enough to know, guys, that... It really is about trying to find something that works for you. It's not like everybody should do it this certain way. And, and Jill, as a coach, I know I've watched you interact with people. It's helping them to understand what their lifestyle is, what they like, what they don't like, and helping them to come up with some solutions. I mean, do you have any specific stories of people that you have to, because let's face it, it's not just knowing what we should do. It's that, how do you get the mind to shift so that you want to do it. Oh, sure, sure. Well, and it, it does start with what do you want? You know, what do you want for yourself? What is important to you, right? And so I'm, I'm just going to share a personal example, and this is just one of many. But used to, I'd, I'd walk into my living room and I'd have my, one of my dogs, you know, wanting to play. Got the nasty little stuffed animal in, his, in, her, in her mouth and she's wanting to play. And, and I would just go, ah, oh, you know, I really don't want to play right now. This is not fun to me. You know, please leave me alone, at least for now. And then I realized, okay, you know, I'm struggling with energy in the evening after a long day. Maybe if I played with her a bit, would I feel a little more energized for the family, right? So we started doing the chase around our kitchen island over this nasty little toy in her mouth. But three or four minutes of that, my, the smiles and the laughter and the energy boost changed the version of me that showed up at night, right? In the hours that I had left. So that 
is one personal example that's important to me. But for all of us, it's figuring out, is it for my health? Is it for how I want to show up for my families? Is it so that I can have the energy to do things that are fun to me at the end of a long day? You know, is it because- And also I've having those goals of what you want to do at the end of the day. If, if your only goal is to finish binge watching a show on Netflix or Hulu, well, you, the, maybe you don't need that kind of energy. But if you say to yourself, you know what, I've got some house projects. And I know a lot of people have been working on those house projects. Right if you got right a house on. project to look forward to, or if you want to sew another mask or do something, then you say, well, now I really need my energy for that. Right. Well, and here's another reason why you may want to. It's good for your health. And it may just help you as you're trying to manage or lose weight or shift body composition. And let me make a couple of points on that. You know, a calorie is the body's measure of energy. And when we're sitting, we're only burning on average about one calorie per minute. One calorie. Now, it's no wonder if we sit there for hours at a time, our energy drops, right? Simply standing up, we have doubled, if not tripled, that calorie burn. We feel that as our light's coming back on. You know, you take a nice little brisk walk around the house, you may be at four, five, six calories per minute. If you've got stairs in your house and you're deliberately going to walk up and down these, these stairs, it could mm -hmm. be six, seven, eight calories a minute. Of course, with exercise, you're looking at 8, 10, 12, 15 calories per minute. So, you know, it's a, it's a dose response that uh, enables you to really feel energized, at least in the minutes, if not maybe hours after you've done it, because you've started this cascade of energy production. So when you've got 15 additional hours in the day to move more, and you think about the additional calories that you might could burn, not only for energy's sake, but that can contribute to other goals that you may have for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I have a lot of neighbors that will come up to me and say, boy, do you like to run or bike or walk or whatever comment, because I don't know what I'm doing out there. And I'll say, no, it's not really that I like to run or bike or whatever. I like to eat. <laughs> so that's kind of, that's <laughs> yeah. my goal is to I don't want milk. to have to count excuse me, count calories or watch what I'm eating. So I stay active. Yes, I like doing it, no doubt about it. But I also think in terms of, I don't want to have to limit myself in terms of what I want to eat. Yeah, you might have a little more leeway if you've got some built-in movement in the game. Yeah, do. You know, of course, with that, let's say you have that great meal, because again, I like to eat too. And you strategically took a five or 10 minute walk after the meal. You know, not only could you maybe take the edge off of the extra food that you took in that might make you sleepy if you're not careful, right? Mm -hmm. um, it also happens to help you lower your blood glucose. There could be as much of a, as a 40% decrease in your blood glucose post-meal just by creating a little activity after the meal. And I should it's say, it's not just for the people who have diabetes, the people who have prediabetes, you add those two groups together yeah. and, and about two thirds of all adults are in that category. And so that is a perfect example of something simple that you can do instead of having to get on medications for your glucose. And by the way, if you're on medications, do not just like switch to exercise without talking to your doctor. Sure. But sometimes it is as simple as that, you know, putting down the fork when you're done eating and 
going for that 10 minute, 15 minute walk or bike or up the stairs or whatever, that's enough to allow your body to absorb that glucose into the cell out of the bloodstream and lower it. It's a, it's a really easy little trick. Easy little trick. There's also evidence that, you know, three walking three times a day um, is allows for better control of your blood pressure. If you're mm -hmm. dealing with you know, some issues with blood pressure versus yeah. say a one during this that? time and mood. Oh yeah. The list is long. The list mm -hmm. is long, but it's figuring out how do I, how do I do it? But to make the point, it doesn't take long. It doesn't take much, you know, just 15 extra minutes of walking a day, whether it's done a minute here, two minutes there, one 15 minute period of time, just 15 extra minutes. That's a mile. You get to the end of the week. That's seven miles that you've just walked. Wow. That's a lot. And to recognize that that's, that's also an example of you taking charge of your life, right? In a way that can serve you in the moment and the energy you feel, but also with other goals that you may have. Yeah. So uh, you'll be proud of me, Jill. I think I announced this to the, my uh, list probably about six or eight months ago. The weakest part of my body because I do like to walk and bike and run and surf and all that kind of stuff. And I like to lift weights. I like the way it makes me feel strong. I do yoga, but the weakest part of my body is my abs. And because they're so weak, I tend not to utilize them. So if I try ab exercises, I start hurting my back and I cut myself short. And so anyway, six or eight months ago, I committed to my list that I would do a minute of planks every single night. And I haven't done it every night, but I tell you, I've done it most nights and sometimes a minute and a half. And um, so, you know, I use that as an example as, you know, for those of you who do nothing, can you, can you dedicate a minute to do one something? Minute. Yeah, right on. Well, let me, let me add one more tool that you could potentially use. Using an exercise ball as your chair for a few minutes of, of every hour in the day. It's a great way to strengthen your core you're constantly moving. Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you going, I don't know about that, you can get the, 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 the exercise balls with little legs or sand in the bottom, so they don't move quite as much. Wow, I but didn't know that. Yeah, but that little extra movement, and then the, the way that you sit tall. The fun that you can bounce Yes, on. of course, helps to strengthen the core too. So. There you go. I only have a standing desk, so I'd need a really big ball. <laughs> well, and I would recommend you start with a very big one if you go there, but yeah. it won't be. But a, it wouldn't be a really big enough. ball for a standing yeah, desk. It wouldn't be big enough for that. I don't know about that, but that's a cool <laughs> idea. I also have a um, a wobble board. Oh, really? Like a round one yeah. with a bosu, but it's not. And sure. uh, just standing on that and be able to balance, I like that. Not necessarily for my abs, but just that movement. Absolutely. Uh, because I can have a little fidget here and there, so. Well, Jill, if, if we want to reach out to you, I know you've got a new website coming out. Um, when would that be launching, you think, next month? or Probably in the next two weeks. Yeah. yeah. What, what's yourbestenergy.com. Your Say that again? Yourbestenergy.com. And I can be reached at my email, Jill. Jill at, did you hear that, Texas? Jill. Jill. Jill yes, at yourbestenergy.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn. You could reach out to me there. Thank you, Jill, for Thank being you. On, on the call. Hope to talk with you again soon. Sounds great. Thank you. All Keep right. it up. Bye. Bye.
If you enjoyed today's health and sanity call, please subscribe to the channel and share it with others. For more information about how I can help you and your organization, visit drjoe.com. That's just four letters, drjo.com.